You're listening to the Punisher Waterfowls, the Union 0430 podcast. Brought to you by Real Geese Decoys, the most technological advanced silhouette decoys on the market. And Vortex Canada, the force of optics. Oh yeah, everybody. Episode 111 of the Union 0430, and we've got Benny Heron on. Yeah, that's right. You recognize the last name. We have his dad on here a bunch of times, but no senior today. We got we got junior, and it's going to be a great show. So just like keeping up with the theme, not a full house again. Mark down in Nova Scotia, he's able to, to carve some time out of his schedule to come hang out with us tonight. Um, and Philly who's been a constant the last little while way to pick it up philly there for a while you were fucking dragging your heels yeah and not yeah but now you're starting you're starting to redeem yourself buddy so so good on you dave is uh dave's just getting back from some vacation time so i'm sure he's probably uh a laundry list of chores that he's got to get done from vacation and ryan is probably still building his deck he's probably screwed his fucking self down to the deck boards or something like that so um we'll see ryan next week i'm sure but coming to us from southwestern ontario south of detroit we've got benny here and benny buddy thanks so much for coming on I, i know and i'm saying thanks for coming on because you're busy you're really busy because tomorrow you're leaving to head out west to start your first season guidance. So I appreciate it, buddy. Thanks so much for coming on and, and hanging out with us. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's an honor to be here. This is uh, the Ooh. first for me. So yeah, that's right. Ladies. And, that's right. Ladies and gentlemen, Benny's first podcast is with us. So we, we popped his cherry. We popped his cherry. So all you other ones that are going to start calling them to get them on the show. We had them first. So, uh, suck it um benny buddy great to have you on and i've been talking a lot about you over the last over the last couple weeks because i finally got to meet you um a couple weeks ago when we were down in grimsby um got to hang out with you and chat with you and and and, uh and watch you call and do your thing and stuff like that but i the biggest thing and and listen i don't want to take away from from your ability to to blow into a goose call or anything like that um but for me, um, bringing my young fella that's 13 years old uh, down with me at that at that outdoor festival, and then to see you hanging, not that, you know, hanging out with him, um, making sure you traded Instagram names and making sure both of you just were following one another. And then, you know, you're talking to him and talking about calling and stuff. Uh, you don't know how much that meant to a 13-year-old boy. So, uh but I, I, I can't thank you enough because uh, I'm trying to, without pressuring them too much, to get into the hunting and, and following along with me. Um, so when when someone like you start uh, giving them some notice, it, it definitely helps me convince them to come along. So uh, thanks so much for that. I can't uh, I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. Yeah, no, for sure. It's, uh, you know, all of us were at that point in our life at one time where we were young and, you know, like most of the, like kids getting into hunting, you know, it's always, you're going to hunt with older people because you're not going to go knocking on the farmer's door with your 13 year old buddy and go hunting. Mm -hmm. So I remember what it's like to be that age or even a little older than that, even still today and feel left out because you're the young buck. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, so, you know, and buddy. And it can kill it real easy for a kid. Oh, absolutely. I I couldn't I couldn't imagine uh, you know, somebody not taking you serious or or thinking you don't know anything or or you know, um yeah, 100% you could totally kill it. So, yeah, I I just I think it's it's amazing for you as an 18-year-old kid, uh 18-year-old man, I should say, to to take some time hang out with a 13 year old at a, at a calling competition and, and shoot the shit with them. It says a lot about you and, and who you are, buddy. So I can't thank you enough. Um, but now that I bring that up, I did 
have the honor of listening to you uh, blow that call. And I told you, even even after your even after when when you had done your calling, um, not that I'm and by no means am I not a good caller, but I know what I I know what sounds and what it should sound like. And that fucking sit down that you do. And I remember looking at your dad and going, dude, can you do that? And your dad's like, no, I can't do that. I don't, buddy, there's not many people that can pull that sit down off the way that you do. Can you like, I know you tried to explain it to me because so here's, here's the joke, Mark and Phil. So Ben's up on the stage and he's, so he's done round one of his goose call. I, I listened to this sit down that he does and I, and I'm fucking floored. Right. So a couple guys are around the booth and they're listening for round two. Benny, I told you this. And, uh, and I'm like, just wait, 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 watch, listen, listen, listen for this sit down. And he does it. I'm like, is that not fucking amazing? And some guy says to me, yeah, it's just air pressure. I'm like, Oh yeah. Thanks. Fucking Einstein. It is just air pressure. Can you do it? I know it's air pressure. I don't have like, don't, don't like say that. As 100% close. of calling is air pressure. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, of course it's fucking air pressure wing yeah. nut. Um, you fucking yeah. get up on the stage and do it. I, I know what it is. Can you do it? So anyways, I just always a hater. Right. So Benny, I, oh, yeah. yeah. So you, when I talked to you about it, you tried to explain it a little bit of it to me. And, and for anybody that's wondering, um, if you go to my social media, I put up Ben's, uh, routine on, on the video. So you'll be able to listen to it and you'll be able to hear what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, talk us, just talk us through coming up with that routine, like start to finish and, and, and being able to time that out in, in the 90 seconds, 90 seconds. Cause that's, that's pretty impressive too. Yeah. So that bottom end stuff that all originally like the note that I believe you're talking about, like that yep. real nasty nasally goose. Mm -hmm. So that is Trevor Shanahan. Okay. So I kind of pieced my routine together based off three callers. And there are three callers that I very well enjoy to listen to and look up to. Yeah. And those three are Kyle Jones, Hunter Grounds, and mm -hmm. Trevor Shanahan. So my routine is based off um, Hunter's, Hunter's speed and transitions, Kyle's, Kyle's meat goose, and yeah. just the way he flows, and Trevor's trick notes, but with my own twist in it. Yeah. Because obviously you're not going to, you know, if you copy the best guy in the world, you're never, you're never going to beat him like that because you copy someone's routine, the person who invented that routine is always going to do it better than you're going to do it. That's right. In my opinion. Mm -hmm. So, you know, everybody that's calling, whether it be goose, duck, spec, anything, you're always going to somewhat copy something. Because if something is winning, you want to, I guess, yeah, try to sound as best as you can, but you want to make your own twist in it. Right, like that little trick note that I do at the end, it's similar to Trevor's. It's similar to a couple of the other callers, but it's not the same. It's a different note. Mm -hmm. It's just it's just a similar sound. And it just fits there. Yeah. Definitely do. Boys, I, I don't want to cut you off because I'll I can keep going. <laughs> I could keep going. Okay. Um yeah, no, because I I can keep going with with Ben all. I'll all cut night. you off when I have to. Okay, sounds good. Um, so Benny, like you won the the first, so you won first place in in the goose and in the duck at Grimsby, but like that's not your only event that you have done this year. Like that was the last event that you done for the season, right? Like you at you're not yeah. obviously you're not doing anymore. You're you're heading out west tomorrow, but um but that's the only one you've done in Canada this year, correct? That's the only one I've, I mean, this year was really my first year contest calling. I'd say I called okay. in a contest in Michigan. I don't know, three, four years ago, something like that. Yeah. But this year was really my first year, but 
I have not seen a contest in Canada, like, ever. Like, when my dad started this company, I remember going to a show in Canada, yeah. and there was a calling seminar, right. but not a calling contest. Mm-hmm. So... It, from what you've seen, uh, and now I, I get it, like if it's up in fucking Thunder Bay, Ontario, I get it that you're probably not going to get a ton of people show up. Uh, nothing against mm-hmm. Thunder Bay, so fucking put your axes away there, Thunder Bay. But um, hey, Thunder Bay's got some good cheese by Thunder Oak Cheese, just saying. Okay. Just throwing it out there. Yeah, got that in there. Good First plug. Thing I think I think of Thunder Bay. <laughs> yeah, um, but... But in southern Ontario, Benny, like, is is there, like, could we pull off calling competitions? Is there enough people that would cross the border, say, from Michigan and, and, and those areas? Yeah. 100%. Especially, like, my town, like, where I'm from. Yeah. So, like, our, our county, like, dude, there's there's six duck hunters on my street. Like, they're everywhere here. Right, right. So, so but the only problem, yeah, go, go for ahead. it. No, no, go for it. All right. So the only problem with the guys from Michigan or guys from Ohio, like guys that are just close to the border per se. Yeah. A lot of the guys in the hunting industry are not vaccinated. Right. 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 Yeah. So getting here, cause like yeah. I've talked to plenty of people about coming down here and hunting and they're just not vaccinated, which yeah. what I do, I don't yeah your yep. choice i don't care vax yep. unvax don't care yeah so yep. but that, that that would be the problem now if that were not a thing oh 100 guys from the east coast used to come to the contest at jack minor right with so yeah so i i wonder with these loosening of the rules right because it's coming and a a boy like mark phil like it's got they're starting to loosen the rules a little bit every every so often so because even even the even the guides out west right like we know we know about them there's a lot of american hunters that would love to be out west getting getting at the beginning of migration and and they're not willing to get vaccinated to come up like they're not no i'm not getting vaccinated to come up to canada to hunt so even the guides are losing out on some business because because of the american hunters that that aren't willing to fucking get this vaccination, right? So, and and it is you're you're 100 right, Benny. It's it's their choice, whatever they want to do. Um, I, I really don't care less either. Vax or unvax is up to you. But you know, at some point, somebody's got to be able to look at this and go, you know, there's people that there's industry that's hurting, or there's 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 businesses hurting because of this and, and really, is it really solving anything? I don't want to go down this fucking rabbit hole, but I, I really yeah. want it to get, to get that out there. Yeah. For sure. Um, I mean, if you yeah, were going to run a contest here in Canada, uh, like there has been a few run in the past few years, but I mean, mm-hmm. I think it really boils down to the, the legitimacy of the contest and who's organizing it and whatnot. 100%. Uh, if you had the right people doing it, if you had, uh, you know, the, the proper prizes, like a, a prize is suitable to attract people and yep. whatnot, and then the promotion of it and whatnot. So it, really, it, it boils down to those kind of things, because I think the actual competitions that happened here in the last few years that are not happening now, they were they were on a downward path. Right. Um yeah, and that's and you know what? That's probably a good point. There are a bunch of people that would come, but you got to make it worthwhile for them to come too, right? Like, oh, hundred percent. You know, like some dude's not going to drive eight hours to come to get a to get a fucking duffel bag with yeah with, with Jimbo's fucking tackle written on it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and and I'm not taking anything away from any sponsor that gives out prizes or anything like that. But if if you're trying to draw in competition and people and you want them to be driving six eight hours away spending money on a on a hotel room and all that stuff then you got to make it worthwhile for them you got to make it like a bass tournament make well so yeah uh, uh I'll, I'll 
fuck, I wish Jeff Coates was on here because he's telling me about this fucking tournament down. And sorry, Benny, this is one of our first tangents. Um, but Jeff Coates is telling me about this. Uh, I think it's Maryland tournament they have off off Maryland. Probably. It's like a million dollars in prizes, dude. A million bucks. Yeah. I mean, well, the, the, uh, big, the big issue is you just don't have the same numbers of people here in Ontario as you do in the States. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. Like, like yeah. Our, our duck hunter numbers in Southern Ontario is, is mediocre in comparison right. to right. some of the States. Right. In, but, in but if we're talking about getting, if we're talking about bringing in goose collars and duck collars, then I, and if you're, if you're living on a border town or within two or three hours of a border town, what's the difference of driving from, you know? Yeah. Well, the, 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 the one big issue is, is people crossing the border too, right? Yeah. But, uh, but you could do it on this side as well. I mean, it, yeah. even if you couldn't get the people in, you can have a local bass tournament in Petawawa. Yeah. And the top prize is still 2,500 or three grand. And there's only 25 boats in the, in the, in the yeah. damn tournament. So yeah. if you were having like, let's, let's say, call it Eastern Canadian. So Ontario East or, or something yeah. calling competition. And, uh, you had 30 entries plus you get all your sponsors on board and you have a prize set up. First prize gets 7,500 second prize is 3,500. And then they go yeah. down from there. At least mm -hmm. then you have something to attract people. Right. Right. That's yeah. I agree with you a hundred percent. There's gotta be, there's gotta be an incentive more than oh, just yeah. being able to say, well, I won because you, you know what I mean? And, and Benny, like you guys, walked away from that like there was that was some pretty good prizes you guys walked away from uh, on that one and you walked away even better because you won first place in, in duck and goose um so <laughs> i remember trying to get pit trying to get pictures of you and you're trying to stand there and hold all your shit and you're trying to lay it at your feet and it's falling over and it was just it's fucking funny but a good problem to have that you had you know all these prizes but there was that was a really really good prize package that was put out the oh, first yeah. second and third um yeah so for sure so like if if you were you know you you've done you've done a half a dozen calling competitions now in the states and in canada you know so so let's say fucking somebody's listening to this show next week and and they're like i've always wanted to to put off a, a calling competition like in your opinion, and and let's and I don't want to say forget about the fellas that's been doing it for fucking 20 years. I and that's not what I'm trying to say. But if we want to attract more young callers to the game to get them up on the stage, in your opinion, how are we gonna how are we gonna pull more more young callers up onto the stage? Um, I think it's the whole attitude of everybody behind the actual like waterfowl hunting in general as like all of you guys know like there is a lot of arrogance that goes into it just just a like little a bit yeah, yeah 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 and you know like a lot of kids nowadays are like brought up new school right like they're they can't take the heat yeah they can't you know what I'm you know yeah. what I mean by yeah that? they don't they don't so, take the criticisms well and, and yeah, stuff like exactly. that yeah I get you yeah and a lot of them are know-it-all so you don't win something you never want to show up again right so I I it's it's hard to say how you're going to draw them in because I think a lot of it is just personal like right. I don't think it's anything the vendors are doing wrong or the sponsors are doing wrong or the hosts are doing wrong. I think it's literally just the people have grown yeah. just to be like so distant from it just because, right. you know, like back in the day, if you sucked and somebody went up and told you, you sucked, you'd go get better. Mm -hmm. Now it's like a lot of people are just going to be upset. Yeah. And put it down and probably never pick it back up again. Right. Yeah, because like a yeah. lot of people in this industry, they're harsh. You mm -hmm. know, like my <laughs> my coaches, my coaches, they're not they're not, oh yeah, that sounded great. Good job, pat on the back. No, they're hey, that sucked. 
what are you doing <laughs> you suck change that that is god awful yeah like you gotta you know, have a like thick that's... you definitely gotta have a thick skin 100 percent. yeah in saying that so, sorry sorry but in saying all that now you're saying what what is required to deal with people like the, the three of us or whoever uh would having a, a participation trophy for these uh competitions with <laughs> no no percent <laughs> no no precipita precipitation no participation trophies handed out no but yeah. like even yeah so like you even look at grimsby and and that was really the first calling competition that i've sought through and, and watched and really paid attention to and stuff like that um it was first second and third and that was yeah. it that, like first second and third Everybody got brought out on the stage and you got told here's first, here's second, here's third rest of you. Good luck next time. And, and it wasn't mm -hmm. being an asshole. No one was being a jerk or anything. It was just, listen, this is just the way it is. First, second, and third. It is what it is. It yeah. is what it is. You want to be, you want to be first. Well, better blow, better. Better, blow, blow better. Words to live by right there. That'll get you out of a lot That's of life's. Cool. That'll get you out of a lot of life's troubles right there. Pickles. If you just blow, blow better, Philly, yeah. blow just blow better. better. Yeah. Uh, Words to live by. But Ben, like that sort of plays into my next question with you, right? And, and I sort of gave you a heads up on this, that this is something that I wanted to talk about because, and, and you know what? I'm guilty of it too, because I've sought, I've sought here on this show and I've said it, uh, and even, you know, hanging out with the boys and stuff like that. Like I've said it, like the younger, this young generation of, of waterfowlers, like they seem, they don't seem to have, they don't seem to be doing it for the right reasons. And, and it's such a stupid thing for me to say now that I think back on it, because I'm sure people said the same thing about me when I started, just as somebody said about the generation before me right like it's somebody's always complaining about the gen generation after right so yep. you know when it comes to you know your age group your demographic of that you know 16 to 16 to 25 year old dude you know like what is it like what's the draw to this now because you know fuck i joined i did it because i didn't have anything else to do like it wasn't because yeah. out of a love of of chasing birds it was just mm. i didn't have nothing else to do and there was a gun so well let's go see if we can shoot some birds i guess and then you know yeah. fall in love with it there but you know what's the draw for you guys and and what's keeping your demographic coming back and and what do we have to do to keep your demographic i, I I don't know how to fucking word this because I'm making it sound like you guys are aliens or some special fucking, and that's not what I'm trying to get at. That's not the point. It's yeah. just, I, I just don't know how to, how to dance around this topic. Yeah. Well, for me personally, like one, it was always second nature to me. You right. Know? Like as a young kid, you know, wake up on a Saturday, I was like five years old. Where's dad? He's hunting. Yeah. yeah. Where's dad? He's hunting. Like, I started going to the duck blind when I was like four or five years old. I had a little double barrel orange tip gun from Walmart and pretended like I killed everything with my earmuffs on. Yeah. So like, it was always just in me from the mm -hmm. start. Right. But like, like now to me that I'm older and wiser and more mature, it's like, it's very peaceful. Hmm. Like yeah. it's just. So not much different than what we say really yeah it's i don't gotta sure waterfowl hunting's hectic like especially here there's guys everywhere around you but at the same time the only thing you're worried about is the guy that's downwind you're trying to call birds off you you're not worried about the government you're not worried about you know yeah, this point. and that and that's it it's just hunting the simple nothing else exactly yeah 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 just yeah, that guy downwind to you that's calling. You're trying to figure out what it is he's doing, like yeah. Mark and like Johnny Mark and I, <laughs> yeah, like Mark and I the other year. What are these yeah. guys doing? 
they're killing us here. I mean, all they had to do was let us let us do our thing, and they would have killed birds. We would have pulled them in. Yeah, no, absolutely, Ben. Like, and and I and you know what? Uh, For anybody that's listening to this, I think you you could you could use me as a prime example because I I'm it's like I'm I'm talking about younger hunters like they're this fucking anomaly like i i just don't i don't know how to how to dance around this idea of to me everybody is everybody is the same um but then when when you're talking and and you're hanging out with your friends and and then you hear it on social media you always hear about Oh, the young, the young ones, they're, they're not doing it right. It's all about, it's all about social media and it's all about, well, listen, I'm all about social media too. Like hundred oh, percent. I'm taking pictures. I'm putting them up every fucking day. Like before we hit record button, Mark is going hunting on Thursday. Uh, Cause they got early goose down in Nova Scotia. First thing I said to him, I was like, Mark, can you get me some pictures for social media? So, so to hear my generation say, well, all they care about is in- is Instagram or social media or Facebook. So, well, listen, I'm the fucking same way. I'm I'm all about getting pictures on there and trying to get my name, my brand um, noticed. So there's not much difference yeah. there in us. Um, I think, you know, reflecting on a lot of things now, I think maybe the biggest and the only difference is that if if you weren't raised in a hunting family where you were shown the ethics and and the morals of a hunter and and how to interact with people i think that's the mm-hmm. disconnect right that's what that's where we see the problem we don't see a problem with anybody that that was raised in a hunting family where where morals and ethics and all that stuff was was taught to them at a very young age um and I'll say being a gentleman for lack of a better term. Right. Um, but if you were raised in that environment, you're no different than what I am as opposed to my father, my grandfather who hunted birds. Really? I Mm. I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. I, I, I feel like, so my hunting group per se consists of, two of my buddies sometimes three yeah and you know the odd time i'll go on our invite but basically it's just my dad and i because just like 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 you said and it's 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 true like the younger generation even guys that are way older than guys your age yeah guys that are 50 60 still don't know how old. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no you're right but uh, yeah and and i don't want to say that my generation is is dirt of fuck because my dealings in in the blinds with with assholes that show up five minutes before legal nine times out of ten is that 50 year old well i've been do, i've been hunting here since uh since i've been uh yeah. fucking 20 yeah. knee or grasshopper doesn't matter bud you just showed up five minutes illegal i'm set up move i don't care yeah. that you've been here since you've been 20 years old fuck I could care less um yeah. so yeah no i i get it good point but a, a big part of it now, especially social media. Yeah. Social social media is going to slowly kill this sport. And not slowly. Actually, very fast it's going to kill it. How so? There's just because all the negativity. Mm. Go, watch, go watch a YouTube video of a big hunter and find me one that is over 50% of positive positivity on the comment section yeah you're probably not going to find one mm-hmm. yeah but it's the more that... you broadcast it it's just like people are just going to keep on hating on it and because you know like to us like killing a bird and eating it you know that's like completely normal but to like your average joe it's like you know you go show a video and then there's a pile of 60 geese and 40 ducks at the end of it and they just think you're just a mass murderer and throwing these birds in the ditch and it's the it's those kind of people like the bird watchers and like the people who do not like hunters yeah from promoting all this stuff is going to end up killing it in my opinion because their word there's more of them than there is us i agree uh which leads itself to we have to be smarter 
yeah. in a way. And that's the, the, the waterfowl world in general has that's to right. be smarter in how we portray ourselves, the game we're, we're harvesting and, and how it's presented. Because just showing a picture of the gun barrel with the duck beak stuck Fucking in the oh, pictures. Oh, I can't stand <laughs> that, man. That, that makes me go crazy. Exactly. Mm. And and we've talked about and Phil, I remember you and Ryan going off like last year on a on a rant on this on on the way that probably, probably several times. Yeah, several times. So so you're absolutely right, Mark. Like and and Ben, you're you're right as well. We've got you're a hundred percent right. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, we've got a, a ton of people that's that's watching us with a magnifying glass, waiting for us to to screw up, to do something wrong, so they have a reason. To, to yep. shed some light on us and and to just tear us apart but yet as mark is saying we don't do ourselves any favors no we are we, our own worst enemy we've got some oh, we've got 100%. some pretty dumb fuckers out there that's on social media that's doing some pretty i've seen i've seen cigarettes in in uh cigarettes lit in the bills of ducks i've seen fucking you know, headshots and, you know, and then some stupid caption with it. I've seen the, the duck in the gun barrel. That's stupid. Um, you know what I mean? Like people holding a bird in their mouth by like the foot and shit. Mm. Yeah, like, okay. I did. Work. I, I did do that. <laughs> Sorry, Ben. Hey, You're hey, on the but, list. But, hey, but hear me out. It was a bandit bird. <laughs> uh i think i, I might have i think i might have like had one and bit into the band i think i might have done that back in the day i might have. so i don't know if this happens down around your way ben but i've seen the photos of 10 12 15 goose feet every one of them with a band on it because they were all shot but they're all just severed goose legs laid on the ground in a big circle oh yeah oh version yeah. of art i mean yes yeah. wicked Banded fucking how many how many geese? That's that's awesome. Yeah, but there's better ways to do it. <laughs> yeah, than showing the severed legs. Of and again, I'll bring I'll bring up the I'll bring up the the comparison to the big game hunters in Africa, <laughs> buddy. You will never see a distasteful picture come from those guides down there. Right. Th those pictures are cleaned up and as presentable as you can make them. Um, yeah before that before that camera starts snapping pictures well, if, and if you look closely and like and to, to validate your point Damien, you look closely in some of those photos you can physically see where the water has been poured on the animal to wash off dirt wash off blood yeah clean up like you know yeah like like the shot hole the whole nine they, they put a lot of work into that mm -hmm. yeah. kudos to them to give them like the utmost respect to that animal absolutely and and you know making it beyond presentable for said photo but like you can mm -hmm. legit like there's been many times but like obviously like you know, I, I take the odd picture here or there with with a polaroid and um like there's certain things that as a photographer you start to notice and pick out and it's like yeah that hair is wet they've cleaned that animal up mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so and and in going with what you're saying phil the African hunting world, whether it's uh, safari hunting or, or big game or whatever, big five, it's yeah. under it's under the mo the largest magnifying glass. Oh yeah, huge. Any type of hunting in the world. Yeah. So they have to do this. They That's have right. to do this. Yeah. So what what makes the rest of the hunting world any different that we shouldn't be taking a similar approach in how we present things? I, I know. Uh, yeah, it's cool, friggin' to show your buddy. The, gotta do it for the gram, bro. You're right, but like I said, show it to your buddy. Send him a direct message, whatever. Yeah. Send, him, send him something like that. Show him something that happened or whatever between yourselves or between your chat group. Mm -hmm. But when you go and throw it up on social media, and <laughs> I think the biggest issue, and more so with Instagram, is just seeking validation. Yeah, regardless of whether like you know, who who you are. Well, it's like I'd say a decoy maker or a call maker or a hunter. There's a lot of people out there that just, I don't know, they, they seriously have some some issues mm -hmm. and do it solely for validation. I, well, I hunt for me. I don't hunt for the masses. I don't give a shit if you like my photo or not. It well, doesn't matter to me. 
I, I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that 100%, Philly. And the only reason why I say it is because, um, and here's my Freudian fucking bit for tonight. Um, if you're putting stuff up on social media, in my opinion, in some form or another, as minuscule as it can be, you are looking for some validation. You're looking for someone, and and I'm not saying validation as, oh, you're awesome, but just somebody to say, that's, that's a cool picture, or that's a cool hunt, or fuck, I, I, great I would, hunt. I would, I would agree as to, to how you say it. Yeah, but again, there's people out there that like, like they pay for followers. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Getcha, yeah, yeah gotcha, and, and, gotcha. And a lot of, a lot of it's, hey, look at me look at me no yeah okay yeah i got you there yeah i see what you're saying there um but yeah you know so so like to 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 get back to what ben was saying when he was saying you know we had um you know the social media so so we can look at it one of two ways benny and and this is me being devil's advocate we could use social media to be the catalyst that brings in more. So, and I'll, I'll fucking throw it out there. Look at, look at duck commander and, and, uh, and that I have no doubt in my mind, there was a spike in stamps sold after duck commander uh, came out oh, right yeah. after that show. Yeah, right. And, and beards grown and, and beard. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Beards. Um, the sayings, the catchphrases. So, you know, so so it's a double-edged sword. Can it hurt us? Yes. Social media and and the and the exposure could hurt us, but if we're smart about it, if we're smart enough about it, and we're not putting up the stupid pictures, or listen, if somebody does a video, and if something is completely unsafe or so wrong that it's breaking laws, then yeah, you probably your it's your responsibility ability to tell that person hey listen what you're doing is against the law or someone's going to get really hurt but i know the comments you're talking about ben when someone says holy fuck like why are you shooting that close or why aren't you hiding better than that or why are you shooting three and a half inch shells like why do you have to make that comment that that does yeah. nothing it, it does nothing other than mm -hmm. it shows that you're just trying to get a fucking minute of fame to, to be noticed mm -hmm. on someone's fucking platform. Yeah. Is, no. Yeah, fair? no, I agree. Yeah, well, I shooting, agree. Shooting three and a half because they don't make four. <laughs> hey, listen, and and I'm I'm not <laughs> sitting here on this fucking pedestal saying that I'm I'm the, the best person in the world. Listen, I make fun of fucking everybody. Um and people make fun of me too. But I'm not going to tear apart your video. I'm not going to tear apart your hunt just because you do things different than the way I do it. I Who says I'm right? Um, but don't go thinking that I think I'm something all high and mighty over here because by no means I'm not. But there's a time when just shut your mouth. Just let, let the guy fucking post his picture, the guy or the girl. Let him post his picture. If it's something you didn't like about it or if you think they've done something wrong, so you're not going to achieve anything by commenting on it other than, I don't know if I read it, I think, ah, that's a douchebag. Why would you say something? That's a douche move. Anyways, yeah. that's, I digress. Benny tomorrow, the long drive, buddy. I'm happy for you that you're going stateside because I will never ever in my fucking life, do that drive across Ontario again to get out to Saskatchewan. Ever. Uh, it's, a, bring, bring it's, a <laughs> it's a haul, man. And once you get once you get up there, it's just nothing. Oh, it's like you can yeah. watch your dog run away for three days. Well, not no, like like I'm talking about down Ontario, like when you're when you're hitting like fucking Thunder Bay and, and those areas. Like there's nothing. <laughs> it's no. just no it's nothing. Like you're gonna go stateside, like you're gonna go. So what was it you said? You'll go Michigan, Illinois, Dakotas. Uh, no, so after Illinois to probably be yeah Dakotas. Was, then it'd be Minnesota. Go. Then it'd be Minnesota, right? So Wisconsin, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Dakotas, yeah, or yeah. Iowa. 
right? So, He's got it. <laughs> you know, like I that. know Wisconsin. Oh, Great fuck. football team there. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Amazing musky you know. fishing too. But, Good cheese as well. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, now you now you're talking at Philly's heartstrings here, bringing up cheese. Yeah. It'll rival <laughs> it'll rival Thunder Bay, Philly. Hey, nothing can touch Thunder <laughs> But I don't know. You know, so you like how excited are you? And 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 I don't mean that in in like this stupid like how excited are you to be going out west? Like you're 18 years old. This is your first time going out guiding. You're going out to, like you're a fucking man now and you're going out and you've got to provide for a customer who is paying hard-earned money for you to put them out. It's got to be exciting. And I wish Ryan was on tonight because you and Ryan would have probably become best friends and, and you would have chatted all about it. But, you know, now you're what you've done for fun for so long is now becoming a job and it's got to yep. be, I would think it's got to be exciting. I couldn't do it, but um, my hat's off to you, buddy. Cause I think you're in for a whale of a time this fall. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna, it's gonna be fun. There's gonna be a lot of ups, lots of downs. That's just how work goes, no matter what kind of work you do. Yep. Here's the bigger and, question. So you said you're going out with there with a friend, right? Yes, sir. How old's your friend? He is 22. So he can bring back bird dog whiskey. <laughs> what's the What's the big hype about bird dog whiskey? You don't worry about that. You're not old enough to drink it. <laughs> so, so the, so oh, the no. hype. No, the hype is Ben. It, 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 it's, it's not just, that good. I mean, not that I've ever tried it because I'm underage, but it's not that's that right. Good. That's right. And it's and you know of, what? It most sucks of, actually. Yeah, and most Americans, <laughs> when when we bring it up, they're like, nobody drinks this stuff. Like, because you terrible <laughs> well the peach stuff is good anyways and i apple. digress i i digress but yeah like you, you're heading out there um like you said there's going to be some ups and downs um yeah. but you're excited about it right yeah no it's a where i'm going is a, a very good place mm -hmm. i've had a few offers before this and just never never really looked at them and looked into detail but when this became a thing i was like absolutely and and who are you and who are you going out with buddy what what outfit are you going to be guiding for it's uh prairie sky outfitters prairie sky outfitters okay prairie sky outfitters i fucking know them yeah i know those guys i think so yeah yeah um yeah so um so you're heading out there um what do you know so far of your routine or, or what, you know, what, what your expectations are right now? So, so anybody that's never, ever guided and they, and they, they have aspirations of going out West and, and doing this, like, what do you know right now of what your expectations are? Well, number one, I got to be there on the seventh. So we'll start with that. Yeah. Yeah. But <clears throat> so what I was told is I'm going to do a third of like regular grunt work, you know, clean birds, clean trailers, clean decoys, set decoys, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. A third, a third scout, like scouting, getting permission, yeah, you know, staking fields and whatnot. And then a third guiding. Okay. So I'm going to get the, do everything which is awesome because they like this place it's very big yeah and they don't they don't let their first years guide at all okay yeah so but i'm gonna i'm gonna be able to guide okay that's awesome that's so, awesome yeah, it's, it's a, yeah it's a good opportunity and to go out for the first time and be able to actually guide is yeah that's huge so so you'll go out, so say from the 7th of September and you'll stay now until things freeze up. Um, I believe season closes there sometime in late December. Yeah. But it never gets that far. No, that's right. Because yeah. Soon, soon as the, soon as that, that first fucking freeze, everything is south. Yeah. There's nothing, nothing pulling through. So pack your bags. Probably time yeah. to come. Yeah. Yeah. 
but so they said they think October 25th, but everybody thinks that's a little on the early side. So it could okay. be till November. Okay. It could be two weeks in November. I honestly don't know. I'm just going to be there for the ride. Yeah. And then you come back and you'll be in prime time for here, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, you get back here, uh, especially prime time for ducks, um, that, that November to December timeframe, especially well, where I am, especially it's prime time for ducks. Um, and I would yeah. think, it, I would think it's about the same for you down there as well. Right. Yeah, no, it's very good here. November, December for mallards. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. Um, boys, uh, you guys have anything else for Benny? We're getting we're getting close on here to our yeah, hour. Good chat with you, Benny. Good meeting you. Uh, you seem like you got a pretty good head on your shoulders, and uh, I'm not gonna say you got everything figured out because nobody at any point in their life has everything figured out. But uh, seems like you're on the right road. Looks like you're gonna be in for a time when you head out there. That's for sure, buddy. Uh, I wish you all the best when you get there, and and on your trip, man. It's not just the destination; it's the journey too. It looks like you're in for a nice road trip. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, Thank you. Philly, before I get to you, and and this was a little bit premature that that I let Mark Mark go to this, but you got to give us some dirt on your dad, man. You got to give us something. Give us give us a fucking funny story or something on your dad. Um, just get give, give me. I'm gonna call him tomorrow, anyways. Um, so I just I want something, man. Just just something to fucking grind his gears with, please. Give me mm. something, <laughs> but not to put you on the spot, but, but seriously, like your dad, like he, he is, I, I fuck. We know your dad. We know, we know who he is. We know about him. We know how opinionated he is. Um, We know his strong, like you, your dad has a belief system. That's very, very strong, right? Like he, he doesn't yeah. falter. It, it's, this is the way that I think. Um, and he doesn't go left or right. He, he is yeah. as straight as an arrow, right? So, yeah. you know, growing up with him and, and growing up where you grew up with, with the amount of birds, the amount of pressure that you've had, you know, how, and, and I, I, I know like I'm putting you on the spot, but how influential growing up with your dad and having him mentor you to get you to the point. And I know your dad, like he's, he's like, at some point, Ben's going to fucking figure it out on his own. I can only do so much. And then he's going to take care of it and he's going to learn it on his own. But how influential, um, you know, growing up with your dad and, and tagging along with him and, and listen to him run his mouth uh, over everything. Um, you know, how has it shaped you as, as the waterfowler that you are? No, it's uh, definitely been, very good. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's hard to get along with. You know, <laughs> yeah, I don't, know. Don't get, me, don't get me wrong there. He's a, he's a hard ass, but, yeah. you know, I won't admit it to him, but, you know, I'm th- I'm thankful for his, of course. Him, him being a hard ass because, you know, I see these other guys around me that, you know, they have a little, yeah. oh, go do whatever you want. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. And they, well. They're yeah. not doing much. Right. So, but yeah, no, I've learned definitely a lot from him. I can't say I've hunted with a better hunter. Right. In my and life. I've hunted with a lot of people who kill a lot of birds, but he is, he's a killer. And I've and learned a lot from him and excuse yeah, me. No, we're a pretty, we're a pretty, uh, pretty lethal combo now, now that I got it figured out pretty good. Um, and then, you know, and you've got your, your younger brother, Riley. So now he's got both of you's that is, and I seen you two at, at, you know, the two of you's were thick as thieves where one was, the other was shortly behind, you know, and, and you're chatting and, and stuff. So, you know, now he's, he's got the benefit of watching, you know, you and your dad, right? So he's really, he's going to be, he should be better than both of you's. No, oh, he's gonna be uh he's gonna be very good. I'm worried. he is gonna be very he's gonna, good. He's gonna kill me on a duck call. Give him give him two years, he's gonna kill me. He was and pretty... he's only been blowing a duck call for a year. 
and he, he was, was better than oh yeah everybody on that stage aside from me the judges yeah. did, just didn't catch the other guy's mistakes and whatever yeah. it is what it is contest is a contest yeah you win some but that no, you're not good. supposed to win and you, you lose some that you know so yeah. but uh exactly. but riley yeah i agree with you you uh yeah you got ben you'll see ben's name on on calling competitions but shortly behind him it'll be riley uh heron and uh, you'll see him on a, behind a duck call, and, and it's pretty impressive, too. Um, Philly, sorry. Ben, Ben, wish you all the best out there this fall. Uh, I'm going out for a week trip uh, as well soon and uh, looking forward to it. Um, keep rocking it on the contest scene, man. You know, you're, you're a young fella, and you're crushing it, and obviously you've had uh, some half-decent mentoring uh, to help you along the way. So <laughs> I wish you all the best this, uh, in your future, dude. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Benny, we never got into it, but you finished first and uh, you finished first in Grimsby and Duck and Goose. How'd you make out in your other competitions? Okay, so first one this year um, was Missouri, and I was really so before like I went to Missouri, I was like, I don't want to call, you know, like like even still, like, and it's gonna take a long time, but. Mm-hmm. I I do not like the stage. Mm-hmm. Like I don't do well like in front of a bunch of people. Like even a podcast yep. is weird to me. Just like it's just yeah, it's not my nature. Yeah, and so I just I didn't prepare myself. I was like, um, no point in practicing. I'm not going to call. Yeah, but we had a booth there, and then everyone's like, you can only hear. You better go call. You better go call. You better go call. So, I call. so I went and called and. I got punished for it because yeah. I didn't you, practice. And yeah, you weren't prepared. I yep. got fourth. Yeah. In the goose. And I didn't call on the duck. I called on the duck with my little brother. Yeah. And the the two man meet, but we got we got killed. They're the best duck callers in the world were there. Yeah. We didn't even make it out of the first round. Whatever. Wow. Wow. That's insane that you guys, both of you guys never made it out of the first round. That's insane. Stateside is so much. I don't know a single person in Canada who contest calls. I called against one guy in the States that was from Canada, and I don't think he's a contest caller. He just decided to show up to that one because it was in Michigan. Wow. Like, I don't know a single person who contest calls. No way. Right. Aside from my little brother. Yeah. Wow. Not, not like 20 years ago like it used to be but yeah so I got fourth there screwed myself but whatever then what was after that one Minnesota yeah so Minnesota was the next no Minnesota was two weeks after dive bomb okay. and it was at Mike Benjamin's place where he works yeah Mike Benjamin <laughs> Yeah, who's who's phenomenal. one of the best? One of the best. Absolutely, absolutely phenomenal. It was he's a very good caller. I he won last year at Worlds. I could be wrong, but I believe he won every single contest there except for one. He won all the ducks, all the geese except the open goose. He lost by a half a point to Lee Williams. Wow, no he's knows what he's very, at. Very talented. He's very yeah. talented. Yeah. So we were at his place, stuck my call and everything for Goose, stuck mm-hmm. it in the novice and the open. So I got cut pretty bad, but yeah, nature of the beast when you stick a call. So yep. I got second in the novice duck, meat duck, and third in the open meat duck. And my little brother got second in the junior duck and fourth in the open meat duck so that was cool because we got to share a podium on the meat duck stage the open and then left decided so there was an after party at scott trinan's which is yeah the owner of mole gear mole gear yeah yeah so we went there and i was like come on dad we gotta go just for an hour mm-hmm. well we weren't there for an hour we were there for like five, six hours. We left at like midnight to a nine and a half hour drive 
And he's like, oh, we're going to get off the highway. We're not going to Michigan tomorrow. We're not going to Michigan tomorrow. And, like, I, I'm tired. He's tired. We're both grumpy. And I was like, he tried pulling off getting the hotel. I was like, we're going to Michigan. <laughs> I was like, I need, rede I need redemption. I've had enough. I've taken fourth, third, and second this year. I'm missing one number. Yeah. You know? So we drive to Michigan. None of us, like, we couldn't shower because all the hotels were booked. It's like, we're just grimy and it was just yeah, not yeah. fun at all like we yeah. hated we all hated each other it was, <laughs> it was just it was just not fun and so i call on the novice and i won and i call in the open and i stuck my call on the first note and got cut mm. wow yeah wow but yeah and then Pre presley's was the next one after that and uh, i got fourth or fifth in the goose i can't remember which one and then i got sixth in the open goose that was a cool stage that was that was my favorite contest i placed the worst at that contest yeah but that was my favorite contest because you know i got to call against the the, the goats yeah the, the best. best yeah like yeah. Rob, robbie iverson trevor shanahan kyle jones yeah like that's a, that's a cool stage big time big time um grimsby and then grimsby and you've done all right there done all right there yeah um Didn't be too bad okay we're at that 60 minute mark so we're gonna try this again we're gonna do our fucking outro uh once again so mark i'm gonna fire it back to you and we're gonna end it the way we normally do so mark like i said good chatting with you buddy uh Looks like you're heading in the right direction, man. When it, when it comes to all this stuff, you're probably leaps and bounds. How long have you been calling? Probably since you could hold a call. <laughs> um, seriously, trying to call probably 13, but yeah, I've been blowing a call since I was like seven. Yeah. Yeah. So you got a few years on me, even. And uh, I, I don't put any of the effort into it that you do. So, and it shows when you listen to me call. But uh, no, man, it's good to see you going in the direction you're going. And uh, I hope for all the best with you in the future, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. You too. Philly. Once again, Ben said all, all the best this fall and uh, in the future with your calling competitions. Hopefully we'll see uh, a couple more firsts coming your way, man. All the best. Good luck. Thank you. Appreciate it. Benny to you, buddy. Last words and then I'll, uh, and then I'll end her, my man. Oh, I appreciate you guys having me on here. It's uh of course kind of a kind of a big one for you guys to bring a kid on. So hey, fuck, we get we got you first, buddy. That's that's a big yeah. notch in ours. Oh yeah. Don't forget us when yeah. you when you become a world champion. That's all I'm gonna say. Just don't forget us. No, I, no, I won't. I, I need, <laughs> I need a, I'll wear a Punisher hat on stage. At a boy. Now we're talking. Yes, sir. Yeah, <laughs> we gotta get you. Yeah. I think your dad got one. Go steal your dad's, but I'll get yeah. you one. Um, no, sorry, buddy. I, I cut you off. So go, go for it. Yeah, but no, all seriousness. Thanks for uh, bringing me on, and I had fun. It's definitely something I want to do again. The podcast. It's pretty cool getting to talk with everybody and see other people's opinions, and you know, just hear, you know, what other people think of you know the younger generation and it's good to know that everybody else is also concerned about what, what the sport's coming through and how we're going to fix it. Absolutely. No, buddy, you're a hundred percent right. And, and together all of us, um, when we can stop being douchebags to one another, um, we'll, we'll figure it out and, and it'll be, it'll be stronger than ever. Um, we just got to stop, uh, being douchebags and and ultimately that's what it is you haven't got to make it any more complicated than that um ladies and gentlemen this was episode 111 of the union 0430 ben um buddy i can't thank you enough for coming on i know this is out of your comfort zone um you came on i tell you what the minute you get back into ontario from out west because i'm not going to bug you once you get out there because lord knows you're going to be busy um but when you get back to ontario and you catch your breath buddy uh give us a call um because i'd love to get you back on and, and chat about how how it was out west ladies and gentlemen we are as advertised we'll never pretend to be experts we'll never pretend to be something that we're not we're a bunch of dudes 
that just love one another's company and talking anything waterfowl hunting. This is the Union 0430. Big love. Until next time. Remember, kids, don't suck bad, blow better. Ha, 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 ha.